Let's have a conversation about male insecurities. Sorry, fellas, I think you might wanna just keep scrolling and go to a different video. <laughs> but guys, I want you to understand the signs that this person is insecure. I always try to like condense things, but this is gonna be a little bit of a long list. So let's get into it. We're gonna make this short and sweet and get to the point. Number one, avoid vulnerability. Avoiding any kind of sharing of your feelings, how you're thinking, those deep kind of conversations, any avoidance of that is stemming from insecurity, but it could be also stemming from a person who is not comfortable with vulnerability because of a lot of things, their upbringing, their wounds, again, insecurity, because you have to be very confident as adult to be able to be vulnerable and share what you're thinking and how you feel with another person. Number two, competition. Now, competition is something that doesn't 100% stem from insecurity, but if you see a consistent pattern with someone wanting to be better, this level of competition really does come from insecurity. It comes from not feeling as though I'm good enough, then I need to always keep having more or doing more and being better because that will prove to you and possibly even to myself that I matter and that I'm worthy and that I'm a good person. This of course can put a huge strain on all relationships that you have with this type of a person, but it can also really damage your relationship. Eventually the person will be in competition with you. That's not what you want. You don't want to have a friend or be with someone that you can't be yourself around because you always feel like you have to one-up them or they have to one-up you and it's not just an easy flowing relationship. Kind of tying into this, so I don't necessarily wanna do you know number three for this one, but just tying into that perfectionism, the excessive need for competition, that is stemming from insecurity. That's not a healthy mode that you're in that's going to help you to be better, to achieve more, all of those things. So there has to be balance with these things. So a lot of them that we're talking about is going to be the excessive need for them. Perfectionism can really be anything, whether it's how someone looks, their work, their job, their appearance. All of those things, a lot of times, just has to do with feeling inadequate, not feeling good about yourself. In order to have a high level of self-esteem, you have to be able to cultivate that within your own self. And needing these excessive things outside of yourself uh, just basically shows that you're not able to cultivate feeling good on your own, that you need these things outside of you, which of course we all know you don't, but you have to learn how to cultivate that feeling, that good feeling inside your own self, which is really mental health. And so if you're not working on yourself or understand or even understand how to do that yourself, and you're completely oblivious and unaware of all of these things, then yeah, you're going to be a perfectionist. You're going to be a person that is in constant competition with other people or even with your own self. The next one, seeking help or reluctant to seek help. So this is the, I don't wanna go to the doctor, I don't need to talk to anyone, I, should, I don't need to see a therapist, I can do it all on my own. It takes a very strong person to be able to say, I actually need some help or I wanna go talk to someone or I need advice or I have this underlining thing that's going on right now that I want to be able to take care of, that is a healthy adult to take that level of responsibility for your physical health, emotional health, mental health, whatever it looks like. So being so reluctant to find help or support outside of you comes from this, you know, not feeling good about myself, meaning if I admit that I need help, that also means that I'm not perfect. 
Addiction is another really big one. This goes beyond just having these wounds that this person hasn't really dealt with. It can make them avoid what it is that they're really feeling, which is the insecurity and not dealing with it. And this addiction is just kind of an escape, this escapism that a person will thrive to have or want to have constantly gives this person some form of a high that they're not able to cultivate on their own. An insecure man will also have a really hard time accepting compliments. And same thing with an insecure woman, but an insecure man struggles with Either they make a joke about it or they can't just say thank you. They struggle with feeling as though they're good enough to even have received that compliment. They might even downplay their achievements or deflect any amount of praise that you wanna give them. This is not just stemming from insecurity and low self-esteem, but a lot of times it's just a habit and it's something that the person doesn't even recognize that they actually are doing. It's just always downplaying themselves or not accepting the compliment. Comparison, keeping up the Joneses, that's another really, really big one. It kind of ties into the competition and perfectionism thing, but wanting to compare yourself to other people. You'll see this a lot with narcissism, where, because obviously a narcissist, whether it's a man or a woman, but they both operate in different, well, they operate in different ways. And so a lot of these signs if the person checks off a lot of those boxes, they probably are gonna lean more towards someone who has MPD or maybe just has a lot of narcissistic traits, which look, if you have enough of them, you're gonna have narcissistic personality disorder, but really this keeping up with the Joneses and wanting more and comparing myself to everyone in my life, all of that has to do with an avoidance, an avoidance of not feeling good about myself. And if I can do better than this person, then that will make me feel better. It's this, it's this feeling of validation that actually doesn't even really do anything other than just feed the, that wounded inner child or that ego. The problem with that is that it's never enough. And this is where going outside of yourself is never the answer because it's never going to be enough. You're never going to get what it is that you need from the outside. You're always going to be wanting more because you're trying to fill that void and you haven't learned how to fill it yourself. And it just is this vicious cycle that continues and continues for a lot of people, possibly their entire life because they don't understand the concept that it is actually my responsibility. It's my responsibility to make myself feel good inside. It's my responsibility to take responsibility for how I feel, own those triggers, all of that stuff. And the reason why I think sometimes people don't wanna do that level of work is because it requires opening the window to themselves. I think people fear opening the window because they think it's going to be too much. What they don't realize is that what they're doing is causing so much more pain than if they actually just opened the window and did that little bit of hard work. They would overcome it way quicker and be so much more happier. Of course, you have to go through that mucky water when you're really opening that window and working on yourself, but people fear it so much that they just get caught up in these vicious cycles that sometimes they're completely unaware of. Insecure men will often have a really hard time taking criticism. They can't handle someone saying anything that isn't praising or positive or good. They don't realize that sometimes criticism actually is a positive thing because it's helping you to get to where you want to be or feel what you want to feel or have what you want to have. Hearing feedback 
immediately triggers the ego. And if the ego is at the forefront, which it is when you are dealing with an insecure person, then they're not going to be able to hear this and just take it and not take it personally where they become reactive. They don't understand that this is actually just an opportunity for them to grow and to learn and to expand. They haven't had that level, they haven't had that awakening moment where they fully take responsibility for their life in that way. You have to have a really high sense of self in order to feel confident enough to hear what someone has to say, especially when it has to do with you. This is a funny one because I don't think people sometimes understand that this is coming from insecurity, but isolation is a really big one. If you're dealing with a man who can be isolating at times and just go within and can shut down, all of those things stems from their own insecurity. They withdraw socially. They don't socially engage in conversations. They don't like to go out in public. There could be a level of anxiety and fear that also has to do with that. It's not just about not feeling secure or feeling good enough or feeling pretty enough or smart enough or handsome enough. It, it goes beyond that. It has to do with can I take care of myself on all levels, physically, emotionally, mentally, do I feel good in my own skin? Those are things that unless you have really worked on that and cultivated that, you're not going to just innately have it because you're not born to have it. That's why children need an adult around them to take care of them, aside from just physical reasons, meaning they can't go in the refrigerator and grab that you know, jug of milk, but they need mirroring. They need someone to show them how to do these things. And then they also, as they get older, need someone to teach them how to do it for themselves. So it's one thing for the child to see the parent doing it, but it's another thing for the child to learn how to do it through teaching them these skills. If you didn't know these skills, and you come from trauma and you come from wounds and, and all of those things, and you, which basically means I don't feel good about myself. There's going to be a void and a lack there. Guess what? You're gonna have insecurity. And look, I mean, for the most part, we all have insecurity. We're not always our most confident self 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But when you do feel the insecurity, do you own it? Do you know it's there? Do you know it's whispering? Do you soothe it? Do you validate it? What do you do to help it? Or do you just make it feel worse? If you make it feel worse or you just suppress it in general, all of these things are going to be high on your list of, of ways that you operate in life. The fear of failure, even sometimes the fear of success, can come from deep, deep levels of insecurity where they feel as though they won't be able to handle success or they fear failing to be very healthy. And I don't even say confident, it's just understanding what failure actually is and understanding what criticism is, is that it's feedback and you're supposed to hear these things. You're supposed to fail in life sometimes. That's what's going to help you to get that, to take that next step to get to where you want to be. You failed when you were learning how to walk. You, you know, fell and you didn't give up. You knew that there was no option, that you were going to learn how to walk. There wasn't a voice inside of you that was saying, I'm never gonna do this and I guess I should just quit right now. Yes, you were frustrated and you cried, but you kept getting back up. So you had the skill, you've always had the skill. You've always had that innate part of you that knows that you're a good person, that knows that you're capable. There's just these little tiny specks of wounds and traumas that you've been through that have hurt your ability to hone that really high sense of self. 
shutting down, emotional detachment, those types of things all come from insecurity. It comes from not knowing how to deal with how I feel. It comes from coming from more of the ego than it comes from being your healthy self. Working on yourself and self-development is all about you learning how to be healthy. You learning how to be healthy starts with understanding that it's your responsibility to take responsibility for how you feel. So that is self-empowering. That's not something that you should be scared of, but someone who is insecure is not doesn't know those things yet. They, they are emotionally in, immature, which basically causes the insecurity. Now, I know we had a pretty long list, but believe me, we can keep going on and on and on with this, but those are really the biggies that we tend to see in men and sometimes in women um, and how they display and show their insecurity. So what I want you to do is understand these signs. What I want you to also do is not take when someone does anything on this list personally, understanding that it's coming from insecurity. That doesn't mean that you just accept the behavior or accept how they're operating in life, but it is important to be able to have open and honest conversations depending on the person, depending on if you think they're capable of having those kind of deeper conversations with you, where you can hopefully crack that egg open a little bit and get a little bit to the soul of that person because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to understand personalities and we're obviously trying to have really great relationships with each other. So I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please give it a thumbs up and don't forget to share this channel. And if you have not subscribed, what are you waiting for? Click that subscribe button down below and I will see you guys in my next video. Take care.